Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroni for the Daily Property Search Podcast, and this is podcast number 79. The topic I'd like to discuss with you all today is when negotiating, do you stick to your buy price and miss out, or do you actually go ahead and try to do the deal? Before I get into this topic, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as financial or legal advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So on this topic of negotiations, it's an important part of us doing a property deal. And as property buyers agents, it's a strong consideration on the relationships that we build with agents for our ability to know what the price is on the at the market price and also what the agent is telling us in terms of what is a seller willing to sell that property for or giving us a guidance of how much we can possibly look at discounting this price on. So it's an important part of what we do as property buyers agents and as you as investors need to really consider when you're going in to make a purchase. There's a lot of things going on and a lot of different people in the transaction. So there might be you as an investor, um, there might be a property buyer's agent involved, there might be a real estate agent involved and also a seller involved or a number of sellers in that party or ownership to actually get approval on before the, the transaction actually goes ahead. So there's obviously a lot of different people, um, a lot of different ideas that need to be uh, thrown out there to actually consider and then really a consideration where the price needs to be at. So I'd like to discuss a few key things that that I think about when it comes to some of these deals on a property buyer's agency side as well as an investor side as well. So we need to think about like how I've experienced the property deals that I've actually worked on over the last, well, it's been 17 odd years now since I first became an investor and some of the experiences that I've had along the way. So my first point is getting the reduction really helps getting that instant equity and reducing your investment risk. So it's a really important one to think about that market price that you're actually paying for. Are you actually getting a below market price? And always the consideration, has the agent actually um, put that price on the market below what its true market value is? Or has the agent put that price uh, way above what the true market value is? So getting a discount sometimes can not mean you're just getting a discount off the listed price, but it still might be above its true market value. So again, really need to get an idea of what the sales are in the area what the different comparable sales are and how those different properties really differ from one one to the other. So you really want to take close consideration of knowing the market really well and then looking at a reduction of price for you to get that instant equity. And what does that instant equity do? It really lowers your risk in terms of that investment property because if you think about it, if you were having to sell in the next 6, 12, 18 months and or even a little, uh, a little bit longer on, then you might be in a situation where you, if you did have to sell fairly quickly, that you might be able to recoup the money that you spent and you won't have to take money out of your back pocket because you've actually made a loss on that property. 
then all too often we see many people, especially in some of the declining markets that we've seen in Sydney and Melbourne over the last 18 months, two years or so now, where they've, sold, they've purchased prior and their property prices are now lower than what they purchased at. So if they are having to sell, if something happens within their family or a, a job loss or other things in their life and they have to sell, they're going to be in a situation of financial hardship. So that's a potential for us to think about as investors. We want to get that instant equity. So there might be a case if we have to sell that we lower our risk in getting towards a financial hardship situation. So consider that when you're investing is about that instant equity so that you can actually get something below market value. My second point is in this tight lending environment, getting the loan is a huge factor for us as investors. It's a big part of what we do. The whole premise of property investing, well, at least a majority of it, the backing of it, is that the ability to leverage at only giving a 10% or 20% deposit in for that property investment enables us to get more out of the money that we've invested. So if you've got a $500,000 property and you put in a 10% deposit towards that purchase and you're lending from the banks 90% and then obviously other costs involved like lenders mortgage insurance and so forth, but if you're only putting 10% towards that purchase plus costs, then your return is based on the $500,000 property and it's a reflection of your return on investment well, your return on your investment is based on your $50,000. So if you've got a property that is grown by 10%, so you've gone from 500 to 550 in value, or you've bought it below market value at 50,000 50, below, you've, you've invested that $50,000 and made a $50,000 return on it. So that's a huge factor in what we do as property investors. We take money from or use the money that is loaned to us from the banks to be able to get into these property investments. And it's a massive factor and as tight lending is happening right now, we, if we're on, we are in a situation that circumstances might change or <clears throat> we might not have the ability to borrow money in future, we really need to get into a position where we're taking advantage of the loan situation right now, getting that property deal done and secure it up in a tenant in place, making sure we still have the buffers if something is to go wrong down the track, but we are focused on the lending, maybe sometimes over and above getting the perfect property deal. So what's more important, getting the loan on the property or getting the perfect property deal? And that's a big consideration as investors. And the quicker sometimes you can go in these property transactions, get your tenant in, get that property price and contract secured and have a situation where you can actually go again, if you're able to transact more properties in a quicker space of time, then you might be able to do more property deals, then maximize the advantage of using the, the lender's money out there to actually keep going with your property portfolio purchases. So think about the tight lending and how that's really gonna affect you. It's an, it's an individual circumstance for each person that is out there, you don't want to reflect on what someone's doing and how someone is doing things and really take all the information that's out there and bring it back to what, who you are 
and what's going on in your personal circumstances to make the decisions based on your portfolio growth and how you're going to build that portfolio in the future. So the tight lending market, as we have right now, is a big consideration when you're thinking about those negotiation side of things on missing out on some deals. So make that a consideration for yourself. The third point I, I want to make is, will the 2000 5000 or even 20000 discount matter in 10 years' time if the property does go up by $200,000? Now, people often miss out on a deal by small margins and if they reflect back on the prices that have been gained in some of these properties in the past, you might find that that $200,000 of growth that you've had in the last three or five years or would have had in that last three or five years may, may be significant compared to the insignificant amount that you were trying to purchase that property for or get that discount on that property for when it comes to that whole growth of the, the property. So sometimes trying to squeeze that deal out for that extra little bit can come out to hurt you down the track because you miss out on that opportunity of doing that deal. And it also puts you in a position that you're doing um, deals at a slower pace. You, Instead of p- potentially purchasing four properties in a year, you might, not, might only be able to do two because you're a little bit picky and you're trying to get the absolute discount property on the price. And is it about the long-term growth of the property or the short-term small discounts? So I, I think that's where some people can get it wrong in terms of focusing on that little bit of discount but not the long-term value of that investment where you get the growth down the track And I've seen this. I've had a property that was in the western suburbs of Melbourne and I bought that three and a half years ago. I bought it for 190,000. If I haggled and haggled and haggled down and missed out on that opportunity to buy a property, buy that property, I would have been in a situation where I would not have been able to sell it in that three and a half year time later for 375,000, making a profit of $180,000. And that's the difference there when it comes to this particular property. If you try and haggle too much, you might miss out on the opportunity. You might miss out on that future growth. So be careful about your investing, about your negotiations. If the property does suit you and you're able to get that initial discount and you try and haggle and haggle and haggle further and you miss out on the opportunity, well, is it more important to haggle down and get the absolute bare minimum price Or is it better to actually do the deal now and wait for the growth in the next two, three, four, five years? And that's the consideration that we do need to make as investors. So think about that when you're negotiating out there. Hopefully this particular podcast has helped you in thinking about things a little bit differently. Think about things as an investor or how we do things as a buyer's agent because it is about building that portfolio, creating that wealth and even building relationships with your key team around you so that you can generate that wealth over time. So if you'd like to talk to me about this particular topic or any other topics or your personal circumstances when it comes to investing, do give me a call on 0400-332-377. Thanks for tuning in.
The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.